Hello, welcome to Rethinking Humanity, where we dig deeper into what makes us human and what causes us to thrive. This is our bonus episode. I am Lacey Delane. Hi, I'm Sonia Larea. And we are so glad to have you. We are doing this because we had such an amazing response to our first episode. You guys were so awesome. We said, we're making a bonus episode for you. Yay! So thank you guys so much for the great responses that we've heard so much positive um, feedback. We have had people listening in the following countries. Australia, Taiwan, Canada, Ireland, the Netherlands, Guatemala, the United Kingdom, Portugal, Germany, Sweden, and the United States. And I am honored, have to say, super honored. Me too. Thank you so much for listening. So yeah, so here we are. We want to give you a little bonus episode uh, to tide you over until the next one, which we plan at this point to release uh, a full episode bi-weekly is kind of what we're thinking. I've had that question asked. Um, we'll see as things go along. Uh, but here we are, a little bit extra for you this time. Hey, yeah, I'm excited, Lacey. I am just thrilled that people are listening and that we've had the response. I can't tell you. This is just so cool, um, especially connecting with people at this time. It just it's makes cool. me feel like we're making a little difference here. <laughs> for sure. I mean, especially, I don't know about you, but it's this has totally lifted my spirits the last couple of days uh, since we released. In the midst of such a challenging time, uh, difficult time with COVID-19, um, with our, our city, the city of Atlanta, Georgia here in the United States, uh, being on lockdown, both of us being single women living alone in our apartments. Uh, wow. Like it's a challenge. It's a challenge and it's a challenge for everybody right now, no matter what walk of life you're in, whether you're married with kids who are out of school in their home all the time, or you're working in the hospital on the front lines, or you're alone and single and, and, you know, living by yourself constantly right now, like whatever your situation is, we all are challenged at this point. And so I would say like, guys, thank you so much for lifting our spirits by uh, listening to what we have to say. It has really helped me a lot in the midst of all this challenging, um, all the challenging circumstances that we're facing right now. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy because right now we're all alone, basically, at least I'm alone in the apartment. So it's challenging. That's a, a good word, Lacey. And so knowing that someone can hear our voice and perhaps be inspired or feel that humanity, feel that connection with us, gives me a reason, you know, to get up in the day. And this is what I was going to kind of uh, segue into is I've actually felt depressed. Um, I've had my moments of, wow, I can't believe I'm in this space, you know, and there's sort of a, um, a feeling that I get of the word I'm going to use here is like a grief, you know, like a collective grief that we're all experiencing this together. Mm. And while I love the idea that we're 
going to potentially get out of this and be in a better place while we're going through it. There's some really hard moments, at least some hard moments for me that I wanted to share with the audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, um, I have these moments where I just come to the place where I hit a wall. Like I can't do this anymore. Like I have got (laughs) to be around people. I mean, I was, I went for a walk earlier and today was particularly one of those days before we, you know, we're going to record tonight um, that I was like, I am, I am about to lose my mind. And I went out for a walk and during the walk, you know, sometimes when you go do exercise, a lot of times it helps and it, it did, but it, it took a minute. It really took a minute. And sometimes when you go out in this, it's, it's almost, it can be more depressing than it is helpful because you're like, Oh, this is so great. I get to do this again. And then you're like, Oh no, I don't. <laughs> Actually, that's my one second of that. And then I have to go, you know, back in. But I remember uh, walking back home to the apartment. I passed by these two people who are walking on the sidewalk and we smiled at each other and, and you know, said hello. And I was surprised at the, the pleasure that it felt, you know, how, how, how good mm-hmm. it felt to just have that teeny tiny interaction with another human being. And that is the reality of how, People here are living, uh, people across the globe are living right now. It is depressing. There's yes. got to be um, a, a, you know, a reality in which we're all living where we're dealing with depression. Every single one of us have to be because this is such a huge change. It's a huge shock to our systems and how we normally do life. It's a huge change. You're right. Um, walking on the street, I see people and, of course, you see them with masks you see them in all different kinds of environments and you're, you're sort of jolted back to that reality. Well, yes, it feels like a normal spring day, but there's nothing normal about it because we're all in this state of not knowing, you know, like when is this going to end mm-hmm. and how is my life going to be the unknown? I think that is something that everyone's having to grapple with is, yeah. well, what is the world going to be like, you know? tomorrow or even 30 days from now we're all that is something we're all sharing that's that's very profound for me when I think about that it's like time in a sense has sort of has forced us to stop Mm -hmm. and just be in this space um and so on that note I wanted to share with you a quote that I read or heard well I actually heard this author on the radio. Um, It's a poet, but I'm going to read you this quote because it really, really just touched my heart and soul. Cool. It may be when we no longer know what we have to do. We have come to our real work and that when we no longer know which way to go, we have begun our real journey. Damn, <laughs> girl, yeah. that is so good. Holy crap, yeah. how timely! I know. Can you read the first part of it again? And just so the audience okay. knows, yes, I, we decided this time last time we <laughs> kind of knew what we were going to say. We decided this time, like, let's cold do the, cold. the quotes because th- yeah. that's what we wanted to have for you guys this time. Each of us, you know, present a quote and then discuss it quick. So, right. uh Wow, this is the first yeah. time I'm hearing it. Go ahead. So it's, it's uh, by the way, the author's Wendell Berry, but it, I'll start it again. Yes. It may be when we no longer know what we have to do, 
we have come to our real work. Mm. And that when we no longer know which way to go, we have begun our real journey. Wow. I (laughs) freaking love that. I freaking love it because the reality of the situation is, you know, I think it's funny because um, this goes into kind of something that I was thinking about this week and it kind of, I was making notes on it. Um, And, you know, I was thinking about how anxious I feel sometimes being home, not having Mm -hmm. anything to do. Mm -hmm. And I kind of felt like a breakthrough with that. Like, oh, wait, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Like I can enjoy this and I'm enjoying it. And I realized like some of that anxiety that we feel constantly, it seems to me to be like almost a layer of guilt or a level of almost like this might sound like, you know, extreme, but like almost a level of self-hatred, mm-hmm. you know, and or shame or guilt. And it leads us to struggle with being able to just slow down and do nothing, right. you know, uh, it leads us to struggle with being able to listen to ourselves, being mm-hmm. able to love ourselves, mm-hmm. being able to just be and be alone with ourselves. And that is exactly what we have to do right now because of COVID and especially people like you and I who are single. And, and it goes to that quote where he says, when it comes to the end of, What's the very first part again? Oh, and maybe when we no longer know what we have to do. We don't know exactly. So that's what <laughs> a lot of us, we don't know what we have to do right, right now. We don't really have anything that we and, have to and, do. And, you know, for me, what it speaks to is getting rid of all, like, the layers of stuff that we, how we are every day. And that when we no longer are, are in these roles, then maybe then we really know what we're supposed to do. Like, we're we're pre-COVID, right? We're, we're doing all the things that, like, we're... Uh, I guess, socialized to do or taught to do. And so now all that's, a lot of that is being stripped away. Yeah. And, and so now we're having to, you know, and it's a little bit of like a journey of like, okay, now what, you know, it's like, I go back to the unknown, like we're, and that's a scary thing. Honestly, it's a scary thing. Well, it's a, it, really- it can be a good thing, but it's, it's not an easy thing. That's right. And and what's happening is we're really, we're slowing down to the point where we're seeing who we really are right? Mm-hmm. The noise, the busyness, the going here and there isn't there enough to distract us away from who we really are, what's really going on. And, you know, it's easy to escape when we feel those feelings to like Netflix or the phone, which I do all the freaking time, right? <laughs> right. Um, and, but I think this is an opportunity for us to like embrace the, some of the things that we may not want to embrace, may not want to see, may not want to um, hear, Mm -hmm. or just start to know a little bit more about, about who we are and, and be more comfortable with the fact that, okay, I'm not doing anything right now. And (laughs) I can still feel good about myself because my worth is not based on what I'm doing. Yeah, that's a huge one. The yeah. worth not based on what we're doing. Absolutely. Yes. So here's my quote that I'm I was going to bring. Dying to hear it. <laughs> yes. And it's uh, similar. It, it kind of flows into this as well. Of course, it's from Eric Frome, who's my Yay. favorite guy. Yay. Yay. And um, I'll probably be talking about him for a while. But it is man's main task is to give birth to himself. 
So <gasps> I love it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it does flow into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then you define what is, you know, birth to oneself. And that it's right now we're experiencing like death and birth, right? There's a death. This is what I said about the grief earlier. It, this is a, a changing of everything, just an upending of how mm -hmm. we know, how we know our, our lives. Mm -hmm. And 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 in the world, as we spoke about on our last uh, podcast, about the you brought it up about it being global. Yes, this is something everyone is experiencing on on different you know different places, but we're going mm -hmm. through the same thing. You know, it makes me think of the phrase self actualization. You know, if mm -hmm. a man's main task is to give birth to himself. He didn't say his main task was to give birth to a, a you know corporation or a multi-million dollar um, endeavor, it's mm -hmm. to give birth to himself. So that means self-actualization. So how do we do that? How does one self-actualize? Well, how does one self-actualize? Well, step number one is they have to know themselves enough to know what that looks like for them, for themselves, you know, mm -hmm. uh, because it's different for everybody. So what do you need? in order to self-actualize. Yeah, and that's where you uh, need to be still and we need to listen to ourselves, that's something right. that we don't do and something that our culture hard. doesn't really do. uh, teach us to do because we stay, like you said earlier, busy, busy, busy. So it's really getting in tune with oneself. And I think the knowledge that we actually carry, but we, we don't listen, you know, we're taught to run around the world and, you know, have jobs and be distracted and do all the things that we do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Watch Netflix, like you said, and yeah. uh, to be on the phone, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. So the only thing else I would add to that is that I think what you need to self-actualize is time. And, you know, right now we have it. We have it, yeah. <laughs> you need time to be able to listen to yourself and know what it is that, makes you come alive, right? Like, and and so right now that I'm doing things that I would have never done before. This is one of them, the podcast. I started painting. I, I'm yeah. doing a painting. I right. would have never done that before. So right. I would argue that if we stopped, if we slowed down as a, as a society and said, all right, everybody's valuable based on the fact that they're human beings, they're going to have whatever it is that they need to live and then they're going to be able to do whatever the fuck they want all the time, whenever they want to. <laughs> Obviously, we'd still have laws, right? And people, you know, whatever. But the point is, I think what would end up happening is there would be a higher quality of life mm -hmm. because people would start to know themselves more. They would start to do things like art. They would start to do things that are productive. And um, they would be able to self-actualize right now. The way we do things, there's limited amount to self of time to yeah. self actualize mm -hmm. because of work, 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 work. Yeah, it's. I agree. I mean, we're more of in a survival mode typically, like you're saying, because we work, and the self actualization is definitely it allows um, you to get to that place. I was, I was when you were talking, I was thinking about we need the space, we need time and space to be able to honor parts of ourselves that I think are not allowed to flourish basically. Yeah. You know, absolutely. and you push that down and push that down. And um, 
I think mm -hmm. that causes so many other issues, depression, maybe substance abuse, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, we could, we could go off on tangents here, but um, at the end of the day, yeah, it's what every human being needs to do is get to that, that place where you can self-actualize. Yeah. If love is the highest thing, the highest need of, of a human being, we don't make a whole lot of time for that now, do we? We don't, we haven't yeah. made a lot of time in our day to make that a priority. So, uh, no, no. yeah. Agreed, agreed. And yeah, well, things like what we're doing now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, uh, you know, we wanted to do a short little bonus for you. Um, thank you all so much for your support, for listening, um, for just responding. We super duper appreciate it. Yes. Thank you guys. We love you. Yeah. Uh, keep, keep contact with us. Let us know. Um, we're going to leave you with a voice message that we received, uh, commenting on our first podcast episode. So thank you all. We'll see you next time. Hi, uh, Lacey and Sonia. Just, this is Tyrene. Just wanted to say that I listened to your guys' uh, first podcast this morning with my Monday coffee, and it was just really enjoyable to kind of have uh, friendly voices discuss the mental timeout. I think a lot of us are in now that we're in lockdown, um, and, it, and it's true, you know, you really get to be a little bit more introspective to see, you know, what your value is uh, in society, but also what's valuable to you. So like Lacey, I tend to be an optimist and hope that we all learn something from this to transform the way that uh, society's kind of been working and the capitalism that's not uh, functioning for all of us. So um, great job and uh, look forward to hearing some more. Take care. <laughs>